Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Spinnerfell. What's up, y'all? Jonathan Rollins. Uh, two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fun. It's so fun to do that. <laughs> dramatic pauses, people. Yes, take it's all down. about the dramatic Start pause. Take, it's all about take. the dramatic pause. <laughs> <laughs> See, now it's too much. Yeah, that is, you're right. Pause, yeah, I had to hit him with a double pause, man. <laughs> the double pause, people think maybe you're having like a heart attack or something. I'm having oh, okay. a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> That's how uh, Anchorman <laughs> says it to his family. <laughs> Somebody call an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <clears throat> well, we're, we're remote today. Uh, so that just means that I'm over here holding it down. You win. Uh, with the soundboard and uh, yeah. Skip is at home, running around busy as always. I'm running around, uh, but when I'm busy, I'm here working. So works out, man. We can make this happen. We we Absolutely. as as promised, we're bringing y'all the the latest in the NFL, and a lot has happened this week, man. Mm. Yeah, I think John. What are you on your eighth or ninth mock draft? I, I know you've been <laughs> in the laboratory. I'm on mock draft nine point four. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I heard Kenny Pickett's hands grew this week. That was a big story. <laughs> I like don't they measured the him at the combine, out. and then they measured him at his pro day, and suddenly they were longer. It was like, whoa! <laughs> I swear, every um, I know I keep saying this every week. But uh, since leaving my team, I'm no longer a Dolphins yep. fan. I don't see as many mock drafts either in my mm. social media because it's mostly like Dolphins fans on Twitter that'll be like, oh, this is my mock draft, 7.3. I'm just thinking about the safeties or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't see that shit anymore. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. That's, a, that's a positive. It sucks not having mock a team, drafts. but it's a positive that I don't have to deal with mock drafts. Mock drafts are stupid. Man, your team gave us a little scare. Yes. Um. Yeah, maybe we should just dive right in because Let's this guy right really in, – there's so much to talk about. Okay, so the big story, obviously, the wait uh, – the wait is over, but in, in my opinion, the drama is only just beginning. Yes. Um, What's the story? Because – after reports claimed that the Browns were out of the running mm-hmm. and a deal with the Falcons was imminent, mm-hmm. suddenly Deshaun Watson surprised everyone by signing with the Cleveland Browns. Deshaun Watson is a Cleveland Brown. Right. In the entertainment business, this is what we call a plot twist. 
Yes. <laughs> Plot twist. Yeah, man. Um, uh, the Falcons thought they had this one in the bag. Um, and there were a boatload of free agents that were reportedly lined up to follow him to Atlanta. If you believe the reports, you know, you had guys like Jarvis Landry and AJ Green and Leonard Fournette saying they were all ready to go to Atlanta if he landed there. Um, Why so many players <clears throat> want to play with him? I, you know, that's that's an interesting question. You know, obviously we're going to have a we're going to this is going to come up as we as we talk about this. But, you know, clearly there's there's a division between, um, you know, Watson's uh, legal situation and how that matters to some people and how that doesn't matter to others. Um, some people just care that that you're good at football um, mm. and some people some people don't like some people weigh weigh the the sort of moral repercussions of this um have any heavier do you than know others. if any players have said anything i have not i haven't seen you know, any good, players say like it's a good point actually yeah, i have not heard that i hope he doesn't come to my team because i don't want somebody like that you know what i mean I'm not saying I, I want not. somebody to say it, but I think it'll be good to get sure. nuance, man. If you got people breaking down the door to try to get traded to a team, then it'll be good to have somebody say, mm, uh, <clears throat> 22, the word there's smoke, there's fire, I feel uncomfortable type of thing. Right. I I have not heard – it's a very good point. I have not thought about that. But, yeah, you're right. I haven't heard any um, – I haven't heard anything from, from players. Um, <laughs> so let, let's just – before we get into the – the minutia of it all. Let's let's just sort of lay out what the deal is here. It, it's a five year because this is fascinating, and I think I don't know. I I, I think the Browns. Well, it depends. You know what I mean? They may have really fucked themselves here. They they. This is why he. So apparently he was ready to sign with the Falcons. Browns were told they were out, and then the Browns turn around. Well, first of all, they they're dealing with an absolute shit show with Baker Mayfield, who's like, oh, he was having know, a pissed. temper tantrum. <clears throat> Happen a full on tantrum, which probably pushed the Browns. Yeah, had he had he not had a tantrum, I think the Browns probably would accept. They, my guess is that they probably would have said, "You know what? We tried. Um, <clears throat> we tried. We fucked up. We roll with Baker Mayfield this year." But Baker was like, "No, fuck that." So they go back to Deshaun Watson, and they eventually offer him a five year deal worth two hundred and thirty million dollars, fully guaranteed. Great cash, homie. Um, the highest fully guaranteed contract in NFL history by about $80 million. Damn! Um, and uh, in the entertainment industry, that's what we would call a carrot on a stick. <laughs> uh, I love your you entertainment could, industry jargon. <laughs> actually, you could call it other th- You could call it the engine of your story. Um, yeah. You know. In in real life, you could, depending on how you feel, you could call it morally indefensible as well. But that's just mm. for some people. Also important to remember, quarterback. Uh, that's somebody's quarterback. Uh, <laughs> to help everyone keep in context, just how little it matters that you are an alleged sexual predator if you also happen to be good at football. Okay, so a big part of the reason he landed with the Browns is because this deal has been specifically structured in a way that will help to kind of mitigate any potential 
multi-game suspension that we all assume is coming from the NFL. Um, <clears throat> the $184 million over the first four years of this contract is, well, first of all, it's a $48 million raise from his current deal of $136 million. Um, <clears throat> and they have structured the deal in such a way where where in year one, he's actually only making a million, a million and change. Right. So if he's suspended for six games, he loses the, like the most, the least amount of money you could possibly imagine. Yeah. Um, which I'm really curious how the NFL is going to respond to that. I'm totally embarrassed um, and totally ashamed. <clears throat> I mean, a, a lot of people are saying that this is the day the Browns sold their soul to get a, to get a quarterback. Um, it, it's that it's that aspect of the deal that seems to be getting the, the most criticism. At and the imagine where the fine money will go to. Cause we just found out that the fines normally go to like causes related to, mm. you know what I mean? Mm. The money that would have been fined from him <clears throat> or, or lost from, I guess it's not a fine, right? Suspension loss. I'm, I'm I need to look into right. it. But imagine if that was like gonna go to like a women's shelter or like uh mental health for uh survivors. Sure. Something like that. And that's taken away because they want to make sure that this guy signs the deal. And doesn't he get to choose where it goes? Or no? That could have been a statement too. Like, you know what? These people are unhappy with me. Um uh <clears throat> I obviously made people some pe- hurt some people in their opinion. Mm. I still mm. find myself like how Kobe Bryant did. I don't know if you mm. remember that. The Kobe Bryant, um, he got a, accused of rape. He mm. got off uh, or beat the case, yeah. however you want to say it. And then uh, afterwards, he spoke and was like, he heard her testimony. And he, you know, after that, he's just like, I don't feel I raped anybody. But there's gray zone stuff. And I'm really sorry about how she experienced that evening. Because that's not mm. my, t- you know what I mean? And mm. that's taking some accountability. And that is mm-hmm. not what uh, the Sean Watson's doing at all. He could have been like, you know what? I'm getting fined by the league. I choose that this money goes to mental health for uh, survivors of, I don't know, something like that. Some foundation yeah. to help women who are uh, in something. It, it could have been. It could have rebuilt some of this torn down image of his. I just keep seeing yeah, that commercial or- with him and Christian McCaffrey. That they kept playing I, two years ago. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I have it, but I, the thing is, is that I guess we talked about this a little bit before we got on, on Mike. Like, I, I haven't. This guy appears to be going scorched earth on on all of these charges. Like, like completely refusing to, not only refusing to admit like any responsibility at all. Like, it's weird, um, bro. You got. 50 masseuses is fucking weird nobody else does that (laughs) but he's also kind of he you know in his that aspect of it mixed with the deal that he got the main thing that a lot of people are complaining about is that there doesn't really like it's all reward there's no punishment here Mm -hmm. so far right um even the year he missed the i mean there's no punishment for anything Right? Didn't he? Didn't he get paid? He got paid ten million dollars to not play football last year because of a, basically a temper tantrum. 
Yeah, here's I actually have the the a detailed breakdown of the deal. So first he gets like basically a $45 million signing bonus, <laughs> right? Which the league can't touch that. That's, yeah. They can't, they can't take that from him. Uh, year one, he makes one a little over a million dollars, right? So that if he gets suspended for however many games, he, you know, he's paying out pocket change for him. Uh, so most of this guaranteed money is backloaded on, on the, the next what four years so year two 46 million for uh fully guaranteed year three 46 million fully guaranteed year four 46 million guaranteed year five 46 million guaranteed uh <clears throat> texans on the other hand they end up with a 2022 first round pick a 2023 first round pick uh, a 2024 first round pick and a 2023 third round pick. Uh, and they also got a fourth round pick in there too, 2024, I think. Okay. Um, so they got a haul for him. They got what they wanted. You know what I mean? Um, it, it appears that I guess if you want to, sort of asked the question, like, why did this plot twist happen? Um, it appears that the Falcons were, were unwilling to go the, the fully guaranteed aspect of this. They were also unwilling to match this. Um, they probably this, thought it was a bluff. <clears throat> they, all, they also appear to be unwilling to match, you know, the bad PR hit that that's coming for this, for the, the 1 million in the first year to avoid the fines and all that kind of stuff. You know, for those of you who have been around for long enough, um, it took the Falcons a long time to, to survive, uh, to, to get over this, this bad sort of PR situation that happened after the, the Michael Vick debacle. Mm -hmm. Uh, this was a big deal. Um, and, and the aftermath of that was, was total chaos. He was a beloved player in Atlanta and then you know he gets busted for this dog fighting thing and then the new yeah. coach that they brought in uh bailed on us in the middle of the season and <clears throat> so it, I I think maybe Arthur Blank was I, I'm a little surprised that he get engaged in this in the first place it appears that Watson reached out to them you know I've said this before Watson is from Atlanta so it makes sense um but it, it, I can tell you that the Falcons, uh, certainly the Falcons podcast that I listen to, are not um, are not speaking very kindly of how this all played out. Um, which I think, for the sake of like getting to all the other topics, look, the drama of how this played out is absolutely fascinating, and I would like to talk about it. But I think maybe it'd be better if we run through the rest of the news, yeah. double back to this story and how it all played out, like towards the end of the episode. That's a good idea. I was trying to find out where I wanted to make sure about uh, the suspension. Where mm. does uh, suspension money go? But I keep saying the fine. Well, there's two scenarios actually because it, if he settles the cases, um, you know that that's sort of when the NFL will step in and and decide whether how many games the 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 running assumption in the media appears to be no less than six game suspension. Um. 
But if he does not settle these cases before the season starts, they could stick him on the commissioner's exempt list, um, which I don't think the Browns will. I don't think the Browns are going to let that happen um, because that would be very problematic. Then there will be sort of no light at the end of the tunnel and they're paying this guy. Um, Anyway, we'll, we'll see how that plays out later. Uh, But the other big trade, which frankly, I'm almost as equally shocked. uh, Devontae Adams is gone to the Raiders. Uh, the Packers receive a first and a second round pick in this year's draft from the Raiders. Um, the Raiders have, have apparently already worked out a contract for Adams to become the highest paid receiver in the league. Five-year deal, $141.25 million. Damn. Um, Great cash, homie. He does all his money, man. Yeah, I, I, I think about. I mean, it feels like the Packers fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like there had to be a way to keep both of them. I don't understand why you would go out of your way to. I mean, I, obviously Rogers painted them into a corner by winning the MVP two years in a row. Um, so they had to offer him. I guess basically whatever he wanted, but at the same time, like what's the point of bringing back your, your back-to-back MVP winner if he doesn't have everybody to throw the fucking ball to, I, I don't, I don't understand the logic behind that. Um, also the Packers put out word that they were willing to pay the same deal to Devonte Adams. Like they were going to match the deal that the Raiders had offered. That's some, but then that's he chose. Some, that's not a good look, man. It's not a good look. If you say, all right, I, uh, we'll, we'll see what you're worth that will match it. I actually don't. I'm not I, I'm not so sure that I believe this story, though. I, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that that's really what happened. Because the fact is they gave Rodgers the, ba- they gave Rogers the big bag, right? Right. Um, a bag so big that it made all their other deals complicated. These are not stupid people. They know what they're doing. <laughs> If they had offered him what the Raiders were willing to pay him during the season when he was looking for a contract extension, that we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Exactly. Um, now you've not only lost the best receiver in the league, you know, wh- who is he throwing the ball to? Randall Cobb, Valdez Scantling, Mercedes Lewis. I mean, the yeah. free agent wide receiver market is not what it was a few weeks ago, which is another reason why they should have done this deal sooner. Yep. Right. Who's out there? The only wide receivers that are out there, you got OBJ, who's not going to play until the middle of the season because of the knee injury. Jarvis Landry is out there. Damn, he's still Juli- he's still a free agent. <clears throat> um, who else? Julio. Julio Jones. Yep. And um, my man, former Bulldog AJ Green. I mean, these are all guys who are closer to the end than they are the beginning of their career. Like what? I, I don't. <laughs> I like how you snuck in that former Bulldog. This just <laughs> great (laughs) here's the thing and this is something that the packers are not known for the only way that they can make this trade look good they have to hit on those draft picks they got a first round and a second round draft pick from the raiders this year they have got to hit on those picks will fuller's available that's true 
You got Will Fuller. <clears throat> T.Y. Hilton is available. T.Y. Yeah, I don't. Cole Beasley. Well, well he's a uh, he's not unrestricted. Emmanuel Sanders, your uh, former Bulldog, AJ Green, Jamison Crowder, Sammy Watkins, the teleporter himself. Yeah. Albert Wilson, John Ross, you get some speed out there. Now we're falling off a cliff, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Desha- Speaking of speed, Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate to do this, but honestly, because I know that hindsight is twenty twenty. But it, but how do you not go back to the Jordan Love p- pick, right? Yeah. Remember they they traded up to get this guy. Yeah. Uh, and this is obviously the move that started all of this mess between the Packers and Rodgers. Uh, all the animosity, all the back and forth, the bitching at each other. Um, they they traded up. Uh, they, they and who was it was on the board? You know, was it? There was some dude on the like instead of taking Jordan Love, they could have taken T Higgins. Yeah. Like that was the next big receiver on the board. I, they I don't did understand. Not. And and they and now they don't even have after re-signing Rodgers, they can't even like flip that. They can't flip Oh, here Jordan it is. Love. They had instead of taking Jordan the next receivers that went in the draft after the Jordan Love, T. Higgins, Michael Pittman, Chase Claypool, Van Jefferson, Gabriel Damn. Davis. Gabriel Davis. Imagine the, imagine them with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Any yeah. of them. Yeah, so they can't also, even flip that. It, the but other, it, for the me, other, I would have if I'm Rogers, I walk away because of that. But that's the thing. I think he's part of the problem. I think he I think he caused this. Like that was my other big question that I wanted to ask you. Like, can it, in what world does does this not make Rogers look even more like a bit of a prick? Right? Yeah. And, and especially yeah. because they reported that he knew that this was happening while he was negotiating his deal. He, and I don't they, know if they, they said offered that. a franchise tag hmm. to they offered a franchise tag to uh to Devontae Adams and he declined it. And that freed right. him up to go into the free agent market. <clears throat> so maybe Rogers was like, all right, they'll match it. He probably thought he was coming back. Actually, that's not he it didn't make him a free agent. They had to trade him. Like he said, I will sit out. I'm not playing on the franchise tag. I oh, refuse okay, to play okay, okay. Under the franchise tag. So they had to trade him. So why are they saying they would have matched it? I'm sorry, I misunderstood the situation. I I don't know. I don't believe their story though. I don't either. Cause if it, I mean you could have just offered him a good contract. They I probably think they're offered offering... him a hometown discount. I think they're offering him – I think they are offering us a version of the story in an attempt to make themselves not look like idiots that they lost the best wide receiver in the league. That's what I – that's my personal opinion. Just when you think you found a new team, you know? Mm. On the flip side of this, uh, obviously Derek Carr is happy. Yeah. He's been trying to get – Adams to the Raiders for a while. These two go way back as team teammates at uh, Fresno State. Um, Fresno State Bulldogs, if you can believe that. Former Bulldog. How about that? Um, <laughs> not my former Bulldogs, but, you know, somebody's former Bulldog. Um, 
<laughs> See how I worked that in there? I can get it in there. Anyway. Uh, um, but yeah, this is gonna be interesting. This is another pickup. I mean, talk about the AFC West. What a what an arms race going on there, right? Bro, crazy. It's crazy over there. <laughs> I mean, I think that's why Rogers didn't want to go to Denver. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, y'all can have that. I'll go. I'll I'm stay over to here. Think quarterbacks think about that shit. Oh hell yeah! I think because, Rogers is uh, like, oh yeah, I'll come over here and beat up on these Lions twice a year. Let's go. Because Deshaun Watson <clears throat> only wanted to go to certain teams, and they were like in the NFC South. And what was the other? That was it, right? That was it. It was, it, it was all the teams in the NFC South except, except for the the Bucks, of course, uh, and the Browns. Yeah, I mean, obviously the NFC South is a is, you know, pretty weak division. So he was probably liking his chances of winning the division. I got this uh, a clip <clears throat> from. Mm-hmm. Um, from uh, uh, Devontae Adams. Have you seen any of his uh, first press conference? No, I have not. I'm gonna se- I'm gonna send a clip. I'm gonna play a clip from uh, from his press conference in a, in a bit. I, I gotta okay. you know figure out a way to do it because uh, I'm not the most savvy. Okay. Well, let's keep rolling with the news then. Yeah. Uh, Joe Burrow has a new bodyguard, O-lineman Lyle Collins. Cut by the Cowboys, signs a three-year, $30 million deal with the Bengals. Um, Bengals appear to be doing a pretty good job of of reinforcing that offensive line, right? This is the third free agent O-lineman they've picked up in the last couple weeks. So, yeah, they, But they got to fortify it, man. <clears throat> yeah. I think they went a long way to doing that. Uh, so, interesting. Um, another big trade, Allen Robinson. Or not trade, free agent. Allen Robinson is going to the Rams. Oh, he got it. Okay. Oh, He gone to the Rams. He gone. <laughs> oh, he gone. shit. The Rams are reloading again. Yep. But OBJ still out there. OBJ is still sitting out there. Um. <clears throat> the Rams also um, gave an extension to uh, Matthew Stafford. It's a four-year, $160 million contract, $135 million guaranteed. Um, so let's, let's just to double back a little bit, a Super Bowl winning quarterback is getting paid less <laughs> than Deshaun Watson. <laughs> A lot of GMs are pissed about this dude. I don't know if you've heard that, but they, no, like this this deal that they've offered Watson, like not only the number but also like the way that the deal is constructed, like it completely fucks up the QB market for the future to come. Um, I, I, a lot of people are really unhappy about this deal, um, but whatever. Matthew Stafford, he has a Super Bowl. Deshaun Watson does not. Um, <clears throat> on to look we're gonna get into the falcons obviously play a role does watson in this. have a playoff win i think he he has been to the playoffs at least once i remember he's been to the playoffs but does he have a i just don't play? remember if he won okay i don't know we'll see um dante fowler jr leaving the falcons 
Uh, he inks a prove-it deal with the Cowboys. One year, $5 million. Um, personally, I say good luck and don't let the door hit you in the ass. <laughs> he never really lived up to expectations in Atlanta. Two average years with the Jags, <laughs> followed by a breakout year with Is the Is this Rams. how you feel? Uh, absolutely <laughs> fuck that guy um he had this breakout year with the rams which led to the falcons overpaying him um which didn't really work out um so but uh good news this was like this made me feel so much better over the weekend when they announced that quarter l patterson is coming back signing a two-year deal with the falcons uh <laughs> His Instagram post said it all. He said, I'm motherfucking back and shit. That <laughs> <laughs> was brilliant way to I'm announce motherfucking back and shit. Back. So I'm yeah. motherfucking <laughs> back and shit. That's now our favorite phrase in, in the house at the moment. Um, <laughs> my, my kids thought that was hilarious. I'm motherfucking back and shit. <clears throat> I found that I got the clip. I am as we were talking, okay. your boy. Yeah. I'm pretty proud of myself actually. But uh, I'm going to play it for you <laughs> since you haven't heard any of this, uh, this press conference. You're proud of yourself? It took you three stories to catch up. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of you, The whole too. time I'm listening to you, interacting with you, and sending myself this clip of a... Man, come on, man. Don't be hating. Listening. Listening. <laughs> <laughs> but here it is, man. Play the clip. I attribute all my success to is just living in the moment and you know playing each game is really corny and really basic but when you know in college I, I did well I got to the league by I didn't even think about the league I just went and played had fun took every game um, you know one by one and, and just thought about stacking it I, it was a one game season every time they talk about how long the season is season ain't that long I don't believe that I think the season's pretty short honestly 17 opportunities for all the work you put in all year it's not that long of a season. So for me, I attack it. Um, you know, I'm in the, I'm in the business of maximizing everything I do. So, um, definitely, uh, looking forward to, like I said, leaving my footprint, doing everything I can to, you know, hopefully allow this team to win a lot of games. Sounds a lot different than, uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. Carpe diem, my friend. Carpe Bro, diem. Like if I was a, 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 a Raiders fan, I would be stoked. Oh yeah! Right now, a dude like that can, comes in. Say, I know it's, it could be considered, considered coach speak or whatever uh, in that ilk, but I don't. I believe this guy, man, and he's the best receiver in the game. I, I think this could. Well, we'll see. It, it definitely they got Waller too, bro, and Renfro. Renfro, don't forget that third uh, Renfro. That guy, the way that guy stepped up last year. In the midst of all and the Jacobs, chaos. yeah, man, they're gonna you, be the Raiders, a problem. The Raiders are gonna be trouble. Um, yeah, I, I love that. That's good. He's um, that's He's gonna not, be a big mistake. Oh, I man, think. these fucking look, uh, <clears throat> man. And I'm, a, I'm I was always a huge Aaron Rodgers fan, but I'm just really like I'm I'm pulling the cord for the bus to stop so I can get off. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm reaching for the button, man. I'm like right there. I'm not off the bus yet, but I I pulled the thing, man. Let the driver know. Next stop, it might be my exit. (laughs) 
<laughs> He's starting to lose me, man. I'm yeah. looking up at the I'm looking yeah. up at the button like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What else going on? Uh, back to a team that is not scary. We continue to stick on the Falcons chat here because they also signed former Giants, Atlanta native, and you guessed it, my man, former Bulldog, outside linebacker Lorenzo Carter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah? Lorenzo Carter. Oof. Stacking it up, baby. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. It's not a big deal. <laughs> not at all. He's, he's just... not like, he doesn't have great sack totals, but he's apparently good at blocking them. He's got, you should see his feet. His footwork is just it's magnanimous. He's very good at blocking passes, apparently. And as I mentioned, he is a former Bulldog. So, you know, being back in that sweet Southern air, the city too busy to hate, <laughs> no doubt will lead to a raised level of play. Mm. Um, but I don't know who I'm kidding. The only real news that came out of the Falcons this week that's worth talking about in the wake of the Deshaun Watson um, courtship, uh, failed courtship, that is, uh, the Falcons agreed to finally trade Matt Ryan. And wow. he went to the Colts. Oh, that was huge, man. I was shocked. You know, this is a weird one because it's like know, if you go, were... I mean, it's a smack in the face to your starting quarterback. The Browns have to figure had yeah. to figure it out. They doubled down, and now the Falcons, they gotta figure it out. And ripping the band-aid off, I know it sucks, but it had to be done, bro. I agree. They they started out by saying they were going to stick with Matty Wheels for this year. Then they whipped on Sean <laughs> <Matty> Watson. <laughs> um, and then depending on how, who you believe, like, you know, this is an interesting difference between, like, when you look at a guy like Matt Ryan versus Baker Mayfield, and I'm not even talking about how they play football, just more about, like, how they handle themselves, right? Behind the scenes – you know, it, Matt Ryan the whole time is keeping his mouth shut while while Baker Mayfield is having a temp, temp, temper tantrum. Mm-hmm. Behind the scenes, of course, as you're suggesting, uh, Matt Ryan was not any happier about this than Baker Mayfield was. He right. was just smart enough to know how to behave like a professional. Like an adult. Um, and, you know, when when everything blew up in the Falcons' faces, you know, it didn't take very long you know, they they basically went from a team that that had admittedly said a few weeks ago, like that they're probably not going to be that active in the free agency market, uh, to suddenly trading away the only quarterback they've known for the past fourteen or fifteen years. Um, are you sad? No, I'm not actually. It's um, my quarterback. <clears throat> I'm actually really happy for him, to be honest. Uh, um, yeah, we could talk about the other end of that trade where the Colts are now. I could. Well, that's what I was going to get into. The, the Colts teams in the AFC. The Colts get Matt Ryan, and the Falcons got a pack of cigarettes. Basically, they got a third round draft pick. Mm, uh, also, the Falcons Falcons will be stuck with a forty point five million dollar cap hit because of all the times that they kicked this can down the road. Largest cap hit in NFL history. Oh, they waited like one day too long, right? No, they they. They, they beat that they got incentive it, thing? Okay. They, they actually got it done right before they were going to owe him $8 more million. Okay, all right. Which is like, okay. They're just not going to want that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, my thing is this. I agree that they had to do this yeah. at some point. Yeah. Um, because it's only going to get worse next year. It's actually the previous GM 
what's his name? Thomas Dimitrov that, that started all this madness. Mm-hmm. Um, Terry Fontenot, the new GM, probably. I think that what happened was that they were probably willing to go into this season with Matt Ryan. And then the Deshaun Watson thing, as I mentioned, a bit of a plot twist kind of took them in a different direction that they didn't expect. Yeah, and, and so then, they, they had uh, assessed life without Matt Ryan. Right. And then when all the dust settled and they realized, you know, there's obviously going to be consequences for this pursuit. They were, yeah. I think that's when we get into the territory of like, okay, you know what? Maybe we should rip this bandaid off, as you said. And save, um, save 8 million too. Exactly. And they also, you know, you were always going to get kicked in the nuts whenever you decided, even if you decided to hang on to him until he retired, yeah. you would be in the same situation that the Saints were in last year. The reason why the Saints were in such trouble with the cap is because when Drew Brees retired, they had restructured his deal so many times that the dead money hit was huge, even though he wasn't playing for them last year. So yeah. we were in the same boat. We would have. So whether you kept him or or parted ways with him, you were always going to get kicked in the nuts because of this deal. So basically, you're saying the Falcons are one step behind the Saints. I think the Falcons and the Saints <laughs> have more in common than they have alike. To be honest with you. This is why I think it's sort of weird that they hate each other. Like I, I, I get that they're division rivals, but that's why they hate look, each other. That's all that matters. <laughs> Every time they win, it hurts you. Every time you win, it hurts them. That's why they. Hate I each know, other. but they're in this competition of like who can suck the most. Like it, it's like it, it's one of the most pathetic uh, rivalries in football, in my opinion. Um. Anyway. Uh, so that happened. That was announced about an hour later. I know your boy Ken won't agree with me. Uh, about an said. hour later, <laughs> the Falcons, <laughs> the Falcons announced that they have essentially solved their quarterback problem by picking yeah. up Marcus Mariota. That's all they needed, uh, backup quarterback to Derek Carr in Vegas. Uh, before that, he spent five years playing for the Titans before losing the starting job to Ryan Tannehill. Obviously, Arthur Smith was there at the time, so these two have history. Um, <laughs> you know, NFL Paul then they tweet. I followed him on Twitter, and they tweeted, "Who would have thought that this year Marcus Mariota and Mitch Trubisky would be starting quarterbacks?" <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Very, very good point. I was like, "Yep." <laughs> Where are we at? But, but the, you know what's I, the way I feel about it actually is he. Matt Ryan gets a lot of shit for being, you know, a statue in the pocket and getting sacked at the 35 yard line and all that kind of stuff. But he's a great quarterback. And, and I, I do, I have been, he's had a bad team around him for years, obviously. Uh, It'd be really interesting to see what he can do with the Colts because he, he needed to be in a place where he, where Matt Ryan doesn't have to be like, where he doesn't have to put the team on his back, basically. Right. Right. Um, he's got a run game. He's got an offensive line. He's got a good defense. He does not have a lot of great receivers to throw to, which they need to solve that problem. But there's a lot of rumors that Julio may, they may run that connection back, try to get Julio in, in Indianapolis. Yeah. I don't, that would be an interesting. Those, who was their was, second receiver? They had the, the tight end. I can't remember yeah. their their, their uh, pass catch. Well, they have Michael Pitt, Ma- Michael Pittman Jr. Yep. Isn't he there? Uh, Ty, not Ty. 
No, he's a free agent right now. Oh, right, right, right. Um, Who's that tight end they had? I can't remember. Right, they had the tight end, the big-ass tight end. I forget his name. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't think of it. Um, Jack Doyle? <clears throat> no, that's not it. Dwayne Allen? Who are these? No. Who are these people? Um, I'm, uh, I'm lost. But on the Mariota side Cox. of this... There you go, Mo Ali Cox. That's the yes, one. man. On the um, on the Mariota side of things, I'm actually kind of you know I'm not uh, obviously he's a bridge quarterback. I get that, uh, uh, but it ain't going from Matt Ryan, going from Matt Ryan to Marcus Mariota, I personally think is going to be fun. Like I'm not saying we're going to win Stop games. Stop it! Stop it, Skip. But I just think <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be Barely. a completely different experience. To go from a guy who can barely get out of the pocket to a guy who can scramble and do some shit. Like, I just think it's going to be fascinating. It could be an absolute fucking train wreck, but it's still going to be entertaining, I think. I, I My expectations. We couldn't do diddly poo offensively. <laughs> we could. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Bro. You sound anyway, like each each individual, each individual coach, <laughs> each individual player, yes. each everybody in in the building. <laughs> exactly. That's yes. how you sound each right ever, now, man. You're such a fan. I love it. I love each it. Each everyone in the building is is uh, cautiously optimistic about this. Marcus, cautiously optimistic. You can't give best way I can. <laughs> oh man. Let's get out of Falcons talk. Leonard Fournette <laughs> agrees to re-sign with the Bucks. Three years, twenty million dollars. Oh, wow. Uh, I guess you know Brady. Tom Brady was coming back. <laughs> I wonder what um, Brady's gonna look like, man. I man, hope it's I, I hope it's more like Brady last year and less like uh, Manning's last year. You know what I'm saying? Because he's gonna have that Manning final year if he keeps it up, and it's gonna suck. It would suck to see it. Kind of suck. I I kind I. I, I <laughs> I wholeheartedly disagree. I, I'm rooting for him to fail in every possible way. Uh, in his, yeah, it's going to be really hard to predict the division. I, I want guess him I got to watch. Like, I got to watch a, a preseason. Fuck Manning! I want him to look like Philip Rivers, laying on his back like a turtle <laughs> trying to make a tackle. That's what I'm rooting for. Yeah. Uh, Saints statement. The Saints. <laughs> Uh, who were also in the run running for Deshaun Watson decided uh, to re-sign Jameis Winston to a two-year, twenty-eight million dollar deal. Okay. Um, but I woke, cash, up this morning, I woke up this morning and uh, saw some bad news for the Saints. They lost their star uh, left tackle, mm-hmm. uh, Teron Armstead. Yep, was he was on his way to the Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, five-year, seventy-five million dollar deal. Yeah. He was one of the highest ranked available free agents out there at the moment. Great pickup for the Dolphins. Um, Jesus, so many things happened this week. Another big signing. How is this buried so deep in here? Von Miller signs a six-year, $120 million deal with the Buffalo Bills this week. Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah, I knew it, but I'm just saying it's funny that it's like – Oh, it's like so like far after- now, yeah. It feels like an afterthought after all this other stuff. Great cash, homie. Yeah, man. Shout out to Von Miller. Especially 33 years old getting a contract like that. Mm-hmm. So uh Buffalo, man, what do you what I do you want to put? You want to put a bet out there for Buffalo and Colts uh AFC championship? You know, it's funny. I was thinking about our our division championship bet yesterday. 
And I, I yeah, I, I would pick the Colts to win this division now. No, oh, Colts are going to sure. win, and the yeah. uh, and Buffalo's probably going to win the AFC East. And I, I wouldn't oh, be sure. surprised if they're playing each other in the AFC Championship. That mm. could be a good bet to make now for those of you gamblers out there. I actually think the AFC, uh, the AFC North is going to be the one that's going to fuck up our bet again. Uh, Baltimore got it. We'll see. Uh, speaking of Baltimore, a tear. Yeah, what speaking about Baltimore? of Baltimore, this is a funny story. Uh, former Packers Adarius Smith agreed to a four-year, thirty-five million dollar deal with the Ravens, but then pulled out. Uh oh! After getting out. a better, pulled out and stuck it in the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> you take it. <laughs> Kirk Cousins said, "I'll put it in my mouth." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he got a three-year. You like that? Uh, Forty-two million. You like that? You like that? <laughs> oh shit! It was just a better catch by I. <laughs> yeah. So that happened. Oh man. Um, Julio. <laughs> Has been released by the Titans after one season. It saves the Titans nine and a half million dollars in cap Damn. space, and it'll be interesting to see where he lands. Again, I think I really, I really think he should go to the Colts. I think that would be such a cool reunion for them. Uh, I don't know. It's a big risk. Julio is not known mm. for being much of a. He doesn't practice much. really. He does not practice much. Uh, you know, these soft tissue injuries are now, what, two, three years in a row have been an issue? Oh, damn. I mean, when he was on the field towards the end of the year, he was he was great. Great? But I don't know, he was man. He great? Yeah, he was, you know, he was good. Huh? Huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. Man, you you uh, you you in your fan bag today, man. <laughs> I'm still out there grapefruit and Julio Jones yeah, been man. Gone for like two years. Uh let's see what else happened. Rams traded Robert Woods to the Titans, I guess, to cover up for the Julio loss. They said uh, Robert Rams. Woods uh tore an ACL in the trade. <laughs> right. Getting he tore an ACL getting off the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Rams get back a 2023 six round pick. Uh, so that's 2023 six round pick. That's that's right on brand for the Rams. I know. <laughs> uh, right, like they care about that. It's pick. their first pick. <laughs> it's their next. <laughs> it's their next pick. Yeah, they've got like five six round picks. <laughs> All punters. <clears throat> Uh, former Falcon Austin Hooper agrees to terms with the Titans. Another one year prove it deal, six million bucks. He came over from the Browns, though. I think, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. if we're at the part of free agency where we're talking about Austin Hooper, it might right. be time to uh, to get back into our uh, analysis of this. Well, we're we're almost there. Cardinals pass rusher Chandler Jones agrees to deal, uh, oh, to yeah, go to good. the Raiders, yeah, 17 million. That's a good one. Him and Crosby on the field together. Mm-hmm. Mm. They got to get that uh, secondary right, though. The Raiders still need to work on that secondary. But I'm excited to yeah. see what uh, Josh McDaniels is going to do with this uh, with this offense. Mm-hmm. 
Well, then they shit can uh, what's his name? Yannick Ngakwe. They got rid of him and sent him over to the Colts uh, mm. after the Chandler Jones deal. Man, Juju. Juju. Oh, Juju got Juju a home. Smith Schuster. Juju Smith Schuster signs a one year, $10 million contract with the Chiefs. Oh, my God. Um, and you know, they just, interesting. They, they re signed Josh Gordon, too. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It sounds better than what it really is, apparently. Uh, th- this one year deal is actually only a $3 million guaranteed deal, and it's just, it's, it's loaded with incentives. Um, kind of interesting that they offer him a contract like that. Like he must've really, I don't know. He obviously wanted to get out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, he almost joined the chiefs last year, if I remember correctly, but. Oh, really? Yeah. I forgot about that. All right. But yeah. Man. All right. The chiefs uh, locking and loading, huh? They need to work <clears throat> focus on defense. Hmm. Okay. So now I think we're ready to sort of double back. To the uh, Watson saga. Okay. The way that this went down was was kind of like how tornadoes function, mm-hmm. right? They they drop into town. You can't always really predict where they're going to go, and then they just leave a an absolute fucking shit ton of mess in the wake as they go, right? Uh, it all got narrowed down to the Browns, the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Now. The Panthers story, I do not have a lot of details as to why they fell out of the race other than what has been reported about owner David Tepper um, for quite some time, time now. His reputation as an impatient businessman who's you know confident enough to have a trophy in the shape of brass balls but not quite smart enough to run a football team uh has led most NFL reporters to label him as a man without an actual plan. Um <laughs> a, a guy who never met a problem that money couldn't fix until he bought the Carolina Panthers of course. Mm-hmm. Um my guess is that Watson could see that the same thing that everyone else apparently sees about him and said, "Nah, nah I don't think so." Maybe he was massaging um, the brass balls uh in the meeting and Deshaun Watson. Maybe he has it like right over his chair, like this, and he just kind (laughs) of, he just sort of rubs them as he talks. That would be fucking creepy as hell, wouldn't it? It would be so uncomfortable. But Watson's like, dude, you can't. The only massages that are going to be happening here is to me. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, The Saints side of the story, um, they appeared to be in in this until the very end. they were restructuring multiple contracts. They think they cleared up $30 million in cap space at one point. Yeah, but isn't um, he charging for 46 a year? Yeah. He's, he's Watson, going for at least 40 a year. They needed to clear up a little more. Yeah, Watson met with him twice in less than a week. But you didn't really hear a lot of details coming out of those meetings. My guess is that you're right. That in the end, they just didn't have enough cap space to work with to make him happy. Plus, if they'd have um, gotten them, that's the end of free agency for them. Totally. They're, they're better off, man. I, I I think so too. The Saints are better off without them. I think the Falcons um, could have it could have worked for the Falcons. So, the, the part one of the Browns version of the story: the Browns obviously appeared to be in it to win it, especially after getting Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure why, but they were actually the first domino to fall 
like they were the first team to be reported as being out of the running, even before the Carolina Panthers. It's um, probably why they came back with such a crazy deal. Well, actually, what happened is that, you know, as we alluded, white fragility poster boy in Baker Mayfield was predictably oh, yeah. upset <laughs> about what was going down. So he did. White what fragility any, poster boy. Yeah, he did what any modern fragile male would do <laughs> in, in this day and age. He removed Brown's quarterback from his Instagram uh, bio. Oh, um, my God. Then then he penned what sounded like a goodbye letter to the Browns fans. Um Followed up by the most predictable headline imaginable, which was Baker Mayfield asked Browns to trade him. But the Browns said, no, we're not doing that. Um, Which was setting up for what appeared to be a very dark situation for the Browns. Yeah. Um, So then enters the Atlanta Falcons, right? The first report was that Matt Ryan's restructuring of his deal that they had announced a week prior actually had not happened yet Mm. making the trade easier all of a sudden. So it was like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. All of a sudden this looks pretty for real. Um, Then came the report that Ryan (laughs) was willing to delay the deadline on an $8 million salary bonus that he was owed, which suggested that he was giving the Falcons more time to iron out this deal. Um, Then came the mysterious case of the Kyle Pitts deleted tweet. Um, What's this? I didn't know about and, this. And the fact that they shared an agent. Of, uh, he, so here's the tweet. Kyle Pitts tweets out, and this you're going to realize why he deleted it. <clears throat> he he tweets out, it's about to get scary in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. Now, this tweet, had, this tweet had everybody freaking out. on. I think it was on Thursday. Mm. And the immediate assumption uh, uh, based on on the statement and the fact that they share an agent was that Falcons were basically getting ready to announce that they got Deshaun Watson. If that were the case, then deleting the tweet made a lot of sense. You can imagine that someone, you know, probably called him up and helped him to understand that, you know, given the circumstances regarding Watson's legal issues related to over 20 women accusing him of sexual assault, the wording of this tweet would be seen as like problematic at best. It's going to get scary in Atlanta. Yeah. An alleged alleged serial predator is coming to town. Yes. Kyle Pitts. That is very scary. It's about to get registered in Atlanta. I mean, so Pitts, he deletes the tweet. And then he drops another one to try to save face, right? Claiming that he was referring to the fact that the Falcons had just signed Raiders cornerback Casey Hayward. He mm. was like, no, no, no. I was talking about Casey Hayward. Casey Hayward. Which, Once he's on the team, it's scary. I mean, that nice pickup by the Falcons, by the way. Yeah, yeah, scary? Yeah. I, no, not so much. <laughs> uh, then came the preemptive headlines that a Watson deal with the Falcons is coming soon. Right? It mm-hmm. was like a done, like they were, it was out there like it was a done deal. Mm-hmm. This this announcement is minutes away. 30 minutes later, I checked my phone. Boom. Watson chooses the Browns. Everybody was in shock. Uh, and then, of course, again, the predictable tweets. Everyone's out there talking about how this is basically like the Falcons blowing another lead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is like 28 to three all over again. <laughs> Uh, which, you know, obviously I get it. You <laughs> it know is. what I mean? Like it, it, it's, it's a popular and fun thing to dunk on the Falcons. For. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, 
I, from I'll tell you from my perspective, I feel like I actually don't feel like we blew the. Well, they did. Let's be fair. They the Falcons the management did a terrible job throughout this whole process. But as a fan, I feel like we dodged a bullet because I get that from a football perspective, Watson makes nearly every team better, presumably. If yeah. if he comes back and plays the way he played you know, prior to last year when he didn't play, if he, if that year off has no effect on him and he comes, hits the ground running, yes, he will make any football team better, especially one as shitty as the Falcons. But I can tell you that my personal feelings, um, like as I was hearing that this deal was imminent and he was going to the Falcons, it was just this, I was trying to just sort of be in at like Devonte Adams, be in the moment and allow my feelings to kind of develop. And and honestly, all I could feel was this like increasing sense of dread. Damn. Right. I, I thought a lot about my mixed feelings related to Watson landing back in the NFL in general. Um, and, and I was really, I was prepared to sort of walk away from this team if, if he landed there. Um, because I, I just feel like, you know, like I said, there are people out there who who look at this differently. But after a few days, as I often do, I, I this new thought kind of started to creep in that further kind of complicated the way I felt about this. And I started to rem- to remember a certain crop of people that do not get mentioned very often in the NFL. Uh, and I kind of want to read their names off a little. I'm talking about people like Katie Sowers. Assistant running backs coach for the Chiefs. Jennifer King, assistant running backs coach for Washington. Lori Locust, assistant defensive line coach for the Buccaneers. Uh, What's her name? Alexa Hanna, receivers intern, defensive quality coach for the Browns. Tessa Grossman, assistant strength and conditioning coach for the Falcons. Women working in the NFL. This is a huge story this past year. There's been a big push in recent years to acknowledge that the presence of a penis is not necessarily a deal breaker with regard to imagining that someone can have a deep strategic coach worthy knowledge of the game of football, Mm -hmm. allowing a potential rapist slash predator back into the league. I mean, it's problematic at best. And I'm not saying that I know the, okay. I realize that this train of thought is is maybe to some a bit of a reach. And I don't know any of these women, nor do I presume to know how they feel about a guy like Watson landing on on back in the league or on their team. But it wouldn't surprise me if they don't see this as a bit of a slap in the face. Yeah. Um, not Especially to mention going above and beyond to try to keep him from <clears throat> right. losing money. Yeah. Which, which mention, they probably looked at as a negotiation tactic, but in the uh, end, totally. it, it's a it's it is a smack in the face, yeah. And and you can't. How do you not come back around to how this compares? Like we 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 rip on Roethlisberger all the time. This is like this is like Big Ben times ten or eleven. Roethlisberger settled two rape charges. Watson's looking at twenty two. You know, I I just to me like had he landed on the Falcons, I I don't think I would have been able to like, and especially, 
I don't know. I just, I don't think I would be able to look my kids in the face and be like, yeah, I'm still rooting for this team, even though this guy is here. Really? Um, yeah. You, I, I. You'd be done with the Falcons. For, for, for as long as he was there. Yeah, I think so. Um, to, but here's the thing to, to be clear. I'm not suggesting that everyone should feel the way that I feel. Right. Like my take on this is that you do, you agree or disagree Make your own decision. I don't judge anyone who says, fuck it. He's good at football. I don't care. I'm just saying how I feel about this and how it would affect my ability to cheer for my team. Browns fans are going to have to go out there and make up their own minds. Right? Some people, this matters to some people and it doesn't. And I, I, I for one, like I'm sort of, I'm over just the, just the general divisiveness in the world at the moment. Like I just don't even care anymore. Like everybody's just kind of, you want to do you go do it. I'm, I'm over here doing me. I'm not trying to climb down your throat because you don't give a shit that he might be a predator. I yeah. fuck it. I don't care. Um, I can tell you this though. I do not like this one bit for my man, former bulldog, Nick Chubb out there tarnishing his good name, having to play with this guy. Um, so that's a little, uh, you can't put it off on the other players, man. <clears throat> no, I'm not putting it on him. I'm just saying that I feel bad for him. Like, you know, He's going to he's I think Cleveland is in the middle of an absolute shitstorm. That and that like what I alluded to before the the deal is done but the drama is just getting started. In my opinion, because if the Browns don't win, they've now put themselves in a situation where they pay this guy so much money. First of all, you have to win your division. Period. Yeah. If you don't win your division, this whole uh, this whole move is going to be seen as a failure. Like they, they went all in. I mean, th- this, and, and if things don't go according to plan, if he doesn't win football games, uh, this, this is a, this is a fire that's just going to rage if it doesn't go well, in my opinion. Do you think it's going to work out on the field? I, I do actually. I do think it will. I think he's that good. Uh, he also has a running game. Yeah. He still has decent receiver. Well, he has Amari Cooper, and they'll probably pick up somebody else for, for him to throw to. Um, I don't see why it shouldn't work. I mean, it's not an easy division to win. I mean, the Bengals went out and did what they needed to do to fortify their offensive line. The Ravens are always competitive. They had a disappointing year last year mostly because of all the injuries they had to deal with. So, you know, they're going to be hungry as fuck when they come back to play this year. Um, I think the Steelers, I don't know. I'm not worried about Mitch Trubisky. What? Um, but, um, you know, I don't know. I just, <laughs> this year they might get a pass. Actually, yeah. the Browns might get a pass because, you know, like we've suggested, I do think that he will, if, if all the reports are correct, he's going to get at least a six game suspension. Yeah. Um, so they'll look at this year as like a throwaway year, maybe. Yeah, they're only throwing away um, one million. But the 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 interesting sort of aftermath of this is what the hell and this is also could be part of the problem for the Browns too. Like, what the fuck do you do with Baker Mayfield now? You're right? Getting, you're gonna get assets for him. 
Yeah, but that's the problem. How? Where? Because right now, you now, trade him to a team that needs a quarterback. Yeah, but there's only one team out there that really needs a quarterback. You that's don't think the, Baker's the an upgrade for some of these teams? Yeah, but I think that Steelers. He actually, that's an I upgrade. But I think that the way that he handled himself throughout this oh, is is um, I think he actually needs to shoulder some of the blame for why he appears to be yeah. like the last kid picked at the dodgeball tournament, right? Because now you got the Browns really just they can't seem to get rid of him. Like they signed Jacoby Brissett to, as a backup to Watson, right? Houston could have taken Baker Mayfield as part of the Watson deal, but. Apparently they're not going to want that, right? <laughs> they're picking Davis Mills. They're just uh, not going to want that. <laughs> Washington's already made a deal for Carson Wentz. I actually think that had this happened before that, I think the I think the Commanders probably would have would have gone. The Commanders. Yeah. Uh, Indianapolis went out and got Matt Ryan. Who's Atlanta Carolina? Said, yeah, I'll get to that. Atlanta gets Marcus Mariota. New Orleans resigns Jameis Winston. Even Carolina says no thanks. We'd rather, you know, try our luck in the draft, right? They're still sitting there with Sam Darnold. That's where um, it's going to go. But, it's going to be Carolina. But he, no, but he, they've already said they don't want him. The really? reports from out of Carolina are saying, like, no, we're we're not interested in Baker Mayfield. Oh, wow. Uh that leaves Seattle as the only team out there that doesn't have a serviceable, serviceable quarterback. Unless, you know, I mean, they got Drew Locke. Talk about you're not going to want that uh, in the Wilson trade. Um, if I, but if you know what, you know where he should go? Where? Atlanta. You know, I think, you know, I think the fans would absolutely lose their minds. <laughs> I, I think, I, I think. Atlanta fans, and I think your boy, your boy Ken would agree with me on this. That was the thing I was most worried about. Once the Watson deal fell through for the Falcons, I was like, "Fuck!" If if in an hour from now they announce that they just swiped up Baker Mayfield, <sighs> what the fuck? Like that? This is the only way this could is get worse. Is Baker Mayfield an upgrade for Marcus Mariota? Well, I don't know. I don't know. You would think so, yeah. Yes. You would think he's technically a better yes. quarterback. Yes. He's an upgrade from Mariota. That, you have Mariota. He's an upgrade from Sam Darnold. They're stupid not to take him over Sam Darnold. But I think the pro- the problem that is following Baker around at the moment is his personality. And along with this overconfident person, you know, this is funny how this kind of overconfident, like, I'm fuck you. I'm ready to be the best quarterback in the world kind of personality is what got him picked so high in the draft when he came into the league. But it's also the same thing that is keeping him from being picked in this particular moment in his career. And the other thing you have to factor in, this is not, he's not a free agent. He's on the last year of his rookie deal. So this guy's looking to get the bag. Yeah. Well, this is when you go prove that shit. I know, but that's the thing that complicates it because if you sign him to a one-year deal, right? Then you know, then you're not stuck. Like it's it's win-win. You say the Falcons, the Falcons sign him for mm -hmm. one year. He plays. He's whack. They put in Mariota. 
You know what I'm saying? Or he he's good, and now they're like, shit, we got us a franchise quarterback. How is this bad? I, they might I not agree, have the assets I, to make a trade, but they can they can fucking fleece somebody. You know, they can get Baker and something. You know what I mean? I personally think that the Seattle Seahawks should be. I, I think he would be an interesting fit there. He's uh, not that I think, uh, different. Uh, I, I guess Russell's way better, but you know what I mean. It's like as far as bodybuild. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the height of Russell. I actually think the the Browns are a little fucked here, uh, given the yeah. current state of the quarterback market. Um, anyone who does call about Baker, they have the Browns over a barrel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right? You could have the Browns over a barrel because if you don't trade him, Mayfield is he's going to do what Watson did. And he's going to get he, fucking murdered for it, even though Watson, everybody acted like it was all good. Mayfield will will be an $18.8 million cap hit for the Browns if they can't get rid of him. Damn. And I think that's true even if they just say, fuck it, let's cut him. Because this is all money that they owe him anyway. Um I, I think it's kind of an interesting. You know he did. And this is why this is. I think Baker's. I think, oddly enough, I think this is an absolute, yeah. uh, like indictment on Baker's career so far. It, it, it could. I mean, it could be the end of his of his starting quarterback career. Actually, we do not care. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I did one I last it. fucking uh, commercial. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I phrased it as if it mattered. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Nope. <laughs> um, because guys like him come and go all the time. You know yeah, what man. I mean? It, it could be one of those things where five, ten years from now, you go, "Ah, oh, you remember that old Baker Mayfield thing? Yeah, oh, that was funny." He's a little better than that. Like he's a little better than those come and go guys, like the fucking Notre Dame I, dude. Uh, was I forget? I, I agree, but but this is how you Tebow. can see. <clears throat> this is how you can see like the DNA of how all the circumstances lined up in just the right way to tank a dude's career. Yeah. Right. And it's partly his fault. It's partly the Browns' fault. But he could I, swallow his pride. Hop on as a that's backup. Not, that's not come happening. in and crunch time or injury, and then fucking everybody's like, "Oh shit, Baker's got it." There's no way this dude's gonna swallow his pride. It's not. I know. I know. I that's the problem. I, I don't think he's his throat is not big enough to fit the pride down into his torso. Listen, it's not Baker. Let me give him a, a pep talk. Baker, go over Baker. there. <laughs> Get your favorite piece of fruit. Just <laughs> take that pride and just shove it down your throat. But you bring up an interesting point because I do think that the right thing for Baker to do is to is to basically take whatever deal he can get, and if he is that good, he can go out and prove everybody wrong, which is exactly what Baker Mayfield wants to do. It's the way or, he wants to live his life. Or. Hmm? Go to the USFL <laughs> and fucking light it up. He'll be head and shoulders above the rest of the players there. Be a superstar in the USFL. Show what he got, and everybody be like, "Holy shit!" Mm. Yeah, New Jersey Generals, go for it, baby. New Jersey Generals, man. 
That's what you got to do. Baker, we've said what, we, what you got to do, man. Yeah, and this is, uh, in my opinion, the last big straw to fall. I, I, you know, what else? What other? There's really no other interesting stories out there. Yeah, I'm wondering why nobody's grabbed up Jarvis Landry yet. Oh yeah, he'll. But there, there are he reports. Goes, gonna be. I, I say Colts, I the, man. Colts need to snatch him up. Colts need to snatch him up. I know the Falcons are interested in him. Oh, okay. Um, there are reports that maybe the Browns are interested in getting him back, but I think they would probably have to get rid of Baker Mayfield first. Oh, okay. Um, he'll land somewhere. He'll land somewhere. But um, damn, Jarvis a crazy and Deshaun Watson on the same team. Crazy two weeks of free agency. Yeah. Um, insane. Um, I'm you glad I didn't have to leave. a good point about the women in the league, man. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't think I would be able to stomach it, to be honest. I, I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, that's a good uh, point. I can't set aside my my personal feelings about it. I And, you know, some people are even mad that the Falcons even entertain this option. Um I guess I could be mad about that too. I, They're doing their due diligence, man. I'm more. I, I I forgive them for, you know, for trying to make a business decision. I, right. I that makes sense to me. I'm just glad that they failed. Um, right. They are. They weren't trying to sell. They weren't trying to uh, pay the coach to lose. So. Exactly. It could be worse. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, they're being sort of reported as the laughing stock of the league by the way they handled themselves throughout this whole thing. But what's new? You know, we've been the laughing no, stock no, no. since we lost twenty. Here's the thing: everybody's got to chill with the hyperbole. Mm. You can lose out on something by somebody yeah. else winning, and the Browns went and they won. They went and they threw it all out there. And they went farther than anybody was willing to go. And they're yep. probably going to pay for that later when they can't sign people because they paid all this money for this guy and backloaded <clears throat> the contract. You know, all of that's going to come back, bite them in the ass. And maybe it'll work out for them, maybe not. But sometimes people hit the fucking game-winning shot. And that's what they did. Mm. I, I can't help but admit that I am sort of rooting for them to fail. Um, Mm. you know, they've, they've gone from the, the NFL's lovable loser team. Um, did you root for the Steelers to fail? I usually do root for the Steelers to fail. Yeah. Cause I never, I'm trying to, I was thinking about that about myself. I never rooted against the Steelers, even though they had been Roethlisberger somehow in my brain, Mm. it, it didn't. But I still looked at him as a fucking probable mm. rapist. Yeah. But I, I never like hated on the Steelers. It's it's weird. I think I was pretty clear. I, I you know, I, I always kind of hated him. I hated the right. Steelers, but I love I love their coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think <laughs> Yeah. Even though he does not care about the fact that I love him. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> he doesn't even know me. Never say but, never, uh, but never. Oh, uh, see, maybe he does love me. He could love me. He could love me. I think if he got That'll to know me, he would love me. the last time that I address it. No, but Mike, you don't, I feel, really feel like he would love me if he knew me. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's going to be a crazy year. Uh, yes. Yes. What's the next big thing to happen, right? The, the draft. draft. <laughs> yeah, next month. In like the three draft. weeks or something like that. And then when do they, they release the schedule in May, right? Yeah, that's their uh, May event. Mm. Then they, then we got summer, like the, the mini camp, rookie mini camp. And then you got OTAs and then you get into the mm. training camp. Hmm. Hmm. Fun stuff, man. Yeah. Man, thanks for uh for listening to us talk about football, get updated. And uh <laughs> skip with his Georgia Bulldog mug. <laughs> oh, is that there? I didn't I didn't notice. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, I just have to stretch. Uh, I got no oh, but uh, I mean, I know we're not talking about basketball, but the University of Miami is, is doing pretty well in the tournament. Just throwing it out there. Both tournaments, men's and women's. Nice. So, uh, at least I could cheer for the University of Miami. There you and go. And the Miami Heat. So, you know, I can't cheer for the Dolphins. Eh. All right. <laughs> Come join the Falcons. <laughs> uh, maybe, man. We are I'm, a brilliant organization. I'm a Browns fan, bro. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's been John the Rollins. Skip Mazzara. And we will catch you next time. Peace.